Hello and welcome to the Collect Your Life Incorporated podcast. This is episode three of season two. Our um, episode today is Dating After Divorce. I am your host, Janessa A. Henderson, the CEO and founder of Collect Your Life Incorporated. I'm so glad you decided to listen to us. I'm so glad you decided to join us. So um, as you're joining us, please make sure you go to our Facebook page, follow us and share our page with people. Um, go to our Instagram, follow us and go to our YouTube and subscribe. Um, do that for us and we greatly appreciate it. So let's get into our topic. This topic seems to be a, um, just a good topic uh, for anyone dealing with transition. It doesn't necessarily have to be a divorce, um, but just, you know, it could be like a bad breakup, you know, or whatever, just like transitioning through life, you know, and you're just trying to date after so many years, like it could be that. So for me, I'm just going to go through like I do with every episode. I'm just telling you, you know, how I dealt with things. This is not a therapy session. This is not a life coaching session. This is just my take and my focal point on things that have gone, that have happened to me or things that are going on in the world. So uh, please seek a mental health professional. Do not use this as a mental health um, session. Do not use this as a substitute for mental health. That's what I'm saying. So let's get into it. So as some of you may know, uh, listeners and people who know me, um, of course I was married and um, as I've already kind of stated in other previous, you know, um, podcasts, I wasn't supposed to be married to that person, um, which, you know, God allows us free will. So I had the red flags and everything. And then I'm just giving you the backstory so it won't sound crazy like what I'm talking about. Like, what are you talking about? So basically... <clears throat> There were so many times we were just going through this cycle, like usually with um, abuse and anger, you like go through in a, a cycle of the same, the same thing. And it was like, I kept going through the same cycle and I was like, I'm tired of these cycles. You know, I'm just tired of these. Why I keep going through these cycles, Lord? So um, it's something about having a child. I don't know what it is about being a mother, but you're different, okay? Because you have this other human that looks up to you, especially if you have a girl first. So that's what I had, a girl first. And so that was like my, like the light at the tunnel. I was like, nah, this this not going to happen. I, I got to, I got to go ahead and go ahead and sabotage because I had been praying for a sign, y'all, for years, okay? Like, most people say a woman is already knows when she's ready to go, 
before she leaves. Like, I had been praying for a sign before my child was even conceived, okay? But, you know, me trying to be the dutiful wife, I was like, well, let me try to just see, like, exhaust all options. Because I feel if I had a left prematurely too, I would have came back and it would have been, you know, it would have been no point, you know? So, anyway, long story short, something about having a child just does something to you. Like, you're different. Something about almost, you know, losing your life um, for this little human being, you know, and you're just different in a good way. But it's like, okay, I want to be better for them, you know? So, I had my baby girl. And I was just like, I don't want her to think that this is okay. Like, that kept creeping in my mind. And then, so, I had her when I turned 29. And so then, that year, I turned 30. Yeah, it's something about 30. 30 hits different, okay? Let's just say that, period. 30 hits differently, Okay? When 30 came, baby, I turned 30. Two months later, I was gone, okay? Because it was just like, it, it was, it's like something in your DNA when you hit 30. Like, uh-uh, you're not finna deal. I'm not finna deal with this. I just then went through too much already. I'm not finna keep dealing with this. You know what I'm saying? So I was fed to the up okay all the way and it was like time for me to go like the lord kept giving me signs i kept praying for signs and i was getting the sign over and over and over it was like i know god was like now nah, i know my child hear me i know my child see me with these signs that i'm give up so um i left february of 2020 okay so um, I knew it was over. It was no reconciliation because I knew the person that I was leaving. Um, there was no, no room for nothing else. I had even mentioned counseling. I had mentioned all these things to them. Um, so I knew that it was no reconciliation. So I knew when I left, it was done. Like, firstly, my mind was made up. But I knew that there really wasn't going to be any trying to get me back. Um, not saying that I'm not a good catch because, baby, I I am. I'm, I'm actually too good. So that, that just, it just, I asked for peace. Like, I prayed for peace during the course of the whole divorce process and that's what the lord granted me like where i didn't have to like be like no we're not you know so just basically you know i left february 2020 before the pandemic thanks be to god because you know if i had been quarantine ain't no telling what would happen so you know i'm kind of in this part in this transition I'm healing, okay? So, like, I am, and not saying, and let me just say, I knew it was time for me to leave, 
Um, but I still had to heal. I had to grieve what just happened. Yes, I knew a month I had red flags before getting married, a month before getting married, um, you know, and everything. But I still didn't think that I would be in the in this spot. I didn't think I thought it was still going to, you know, work out in my favor. Like it was gonna still work out. The Lord was gonna honor it, you know. But again, the Lord had gave me a red flag and gave me a warning before destruction, basically. So um I just, you know, had that red flag. And so I was like, I just feel like a failure. I had that feeling of failure, even though I, you know, would rather be alone, be single by myself, doing it like, a, you know, glowing up how like I have been. Um, I still had felt like a failure because this part of my life of me being a married woman, my marriage had failed. Okay. So I had to grieve the former and I had to also just grieve like the life I thought that I would have, like where I would be, you know, at, the, at certain ages and, you know, all the type of lifestyle, everything. So I had to go through that healing process. I also had to go through a healing process of, now, when I say I'm a good catch, I'm a great woman. I say that because... Um, I am a career woman, but I'm still like going to cook and clean. Like my mom taught me what, you know, like I'm still like a mixture. I try to be as, try to, you know, try to find the balance in between that. Um, I'm a woman of prayer. I'm going to pray you through like we going to, I'm going to pray, you know, deliverance, all that. So I consider myself a good catch, okay? I have good qualities. I'm funny. I'm crazy. You know, I'm, I can be serious. I can do be versatile, okay? So another thing that I had to heal from was basically not feeling like I was the desire by my ex. Like he not, not once made it any any indication that he wanted to reconcile or anything he actually made it easier for me to heal um so that I could move on I knew I didn't want to reconcile and I knew that there wasn't God's will to reconcile but still I'm like I I was with you for so long you didn't even try you know like that was like the human flesh part of me but on the spiritual side I was like he not gonna reconcile he's this not this not who you're supposed to be with anyway, sis. Like this, you know how you have, you see in the movies, you have the, you know, the angel. You have the different people talking to you or whatever. So, like, I have the natural side talking to me and the spiritual side talking to me. But my natural side had to heal. Like, I knew in the spiritual, like, okay, he wasn't. And I knew that, you know, that covenant needed to be severed. Um, But... It still didn't take the sting of like having actually been in a relationship with somebody and leaving and that was it. You know what I'm saying? Like 
not that I and not that like I'm saying let me let me make it clear let me make it plain to the people I did not want the man back at all not at one point don't want him back now don't any no I wish him well in his life and I hope that he is great and doing well okay and is a great father hope he continues to strive to be a great father to our daughter okay and co-parents with me all right that is all. I want to make it clear that I do not want the man back. But I'm saying in the healing process, I felt some type of way, you know? So I had to heal from that because I was like, wait, this womb is still open. It was like an open womb. Yes, I left. Yes, I knew it was time to go. It was I stayed past my expiration date. And just like some spoiled milk, I was still there spoiling just spoiling myself. And so when I left, I was broken. Okay? Broken in pieces. Not just because of what was done to me, but because of how I had let myself go. So you are what you attract, you know? So I had people, you know, I'm in the divorce process, like we filing paperwork and stuff. So I had guys approach me or whatever. And, you know, I talked to different people, but I was attracting people who were broken because I was still not all the way fixed and healed because I hadn't already hadn't been truly fixed and healed. So I was like leaning on people. Or like just talking to people. And first thing, when talking to people, when you're freshly divorced, it's weird, okay? So you are used to being a wife, you know, and talking to someone, talking to your, you know, mate or partner so many times a day, okay? When you're dating, that's not gonna, this might not be the case, okay? It could be, but it's not necessarily going to be the case. So when you go from being a wife, and it's not that you're not a wife at all. You're still a wife. You're just not that person's wife. You're a wife to someone else. Like you're called to be someone else's wife. So you're still a wife, wifey material. So you still have that mindset. And that was me. I still had that Mer like I'm like expecting and I was doing the most like overextending myself to people or you know a person that I was talking to and it was not even like giving them basically husband treatment and we weren't even in we was just dating. Like I had to really like just talking to my therapist and talking to Jesus. I had to really get out of that mindset because it was detrimental to me. Like it was just setting myself up for heartbreak. So like when, whenever you're going through a transition, like a breakup or, you know, you're going through a divorce and, you know, you're like, you're ready to mingle. Give yourself time to heal. Like, yes, with our divorce, it was prolonged because of COVID, okay? 
So, um, I left in 2020 and, you know, paperwork and stuff was filed, but it was like pushed back. The official divorce date didn't happen until July of 2021. Okay. So it's still a year. So legally I was still married for, you know, a whole year after I left, you know? And so, um, when it was legalized in, uh, 2021, it was just like, that was the time that I had fully, actually before that, but like a about a year after I left though, actually around the time that I got rebaptized, let me go back. So I got rebaptized, I got rebaptized in August of 2020. So around that time, that was when my healing had really taken place. Like full healing, but you're, you know, you're continuously going through a healing. It was to the place where like stuff that he had formerly done, people were just finding out. It didn't phase me at all. I wasn't triggered by it. I didn't have no issues. You know, I was cool. Like forgiveness like has different layers. So I was at different at the different layers of forgiveness at that point. You know, and it was really good. So, but I will say by the time I was officially, the pape got the, my divorce decree and it was stamped and decreed. Like, I was fully healed from it. And I think that was what God intended. Because for me, even though I was still like dating and talking to people, I should have waited and just been to myself. And I was to myself, but I was, at some point, I was focused on this other person. And I think it was like, in a way, because in your mind, you're like, okay, this failed. So let me try to replace it. And so that was what I was doing, trying to replace what had failed and what was, you know, what was broken but that wasn't right and that wasn't the right thing so that dating episode was a feel and like the dating episode and I also had to realize too when I dated my ex-husband I was 22 okay first year teacher you know out of college out of a, an, another relationship and all that and um I'm a totally, I was a totally different Janessa. Um, but you should always be totally different. You should always be growing. Like if you're the same person this month, like in the month of June, that you were, that you were in, in January of this year, you haven't grown at all. Like you haven't had any growth. Something's wrong. You gotta, you know, get that together because... You should forever be growing in all aspects of your life. That's a part of you. And that's in relationships, in marriages. You got to be growing. You have to water each other. Y'all, like we, firstly, people, we're like plants. We should be growing like trees. We should be growing, growing, growing. And if you're not being properly watered, you're not being properly, not properly growing, there's going to be 
some dead weight. There's going to be weeds. There's going to be, you know, just craziness. That shouldn't be, that shouldn't happen. But it's allowed because you're not growing in those areas. So you got to make sure you're growing. And so the person I was when I first started dating my ex-husband was totally different. First, I was in my 20s. Now, sis is in her 30s. It's like I can look at, I can say, sell, tell by the first few lines of conversation with a person. And mainly my, my, you know, the Holy Spirit game over here. My Holy Spirit, the Lord, the blessed be to gauge a little better with bozos. Because sometimes I've been just picking bozos or whatever. But, um... When I was 22, when I was, you know, dating my ex-husband, um, I was, like like I said, a totally different person. And so I can't compare that Janessa to this Janessa because that 22-year-old Janessa didn't know what she was going to deal with or have to deal with, you know, to get to where I am now. So, like, I and then also the dating scene is totally different. I think it's just... You know, just just how it is in the world. It just seems like, okay, really, are these people really thinking that this should happen? And you have to be open-minded. You have to also, like, not be on, like I said, I have to reiterate, do not be on, like, a, a, a marriage mindset. Yes, if that is your goal to marry again, yes, that's not what I'm saying. Don't be, do not idolize marriage. Or do not like put that as your, like, this is why I'm dating, you know. Of course, we know that's why you're dating. You make those intentions up front. But you don't have to like continue like or even treat that person, treat that dating person. I had to learn how to date again, basically. So after being married, I had to learn how to be single. And like, I even went to like different, you know, singles events. And it was just like, okay, I'm enjoying my singleness. You know, I am liking being by myself. Like, of course, I know that I'm supposed to be with someone at some point, but Dating is good and it's nice to get to know people and you got some duds out there, but you also can't give so much of yourself. Um, I learned that it is just basically you're being just like how you're day, day to day being led by the spirit. That's how your dating life should be. Like I already can tell. By how the conversation starts, like I was saying, how the conversation starts, how you text me, no, no, it's not going to work. And a lot of times we, you know, we say guard, guard your heart, but God will guard your heart. Like, because I'm such a giver, I was taken advantage of by someone I was. I wouldn't even saying I was dating, but just, you know, 
what I guess what the kids say talking to. I don't know, whatever. But I was taken advantage of because they saw my heart and how big my heart is and you know how I'm just a solid person will be there ride or die type of person will ride and live because I'm we not dying baby we gonna live today ride and live type of person so I had to really first I was guarding my heart but then the Lord got me together was like I'll guard your heart you don't let that don't let any past trauma cause you to miss what I have for you. Like, yes. And that's why I say after you get divorced or even as you're in the process of divorcing or even if you're in the process of just transitioning from, you know, an ex-boyfriend or whatever and you're you're wanting to date and you had a long, extensive relationship, give yourself time to heal. Do not jump into anything. And I'm not saying I did, which I didn't, but just even the talking stage with someone, because you don't want to let yourself open yourself up and be, you know, because you're being vulnerable. And then all of a sudden you have feelings and then they have feelings supposedly, but then the actions don't show it. And that's another thing with this dating scene is like, make sure like back when I was 22, like, I don't recall, but it was just, like, different. But, like, again, I'm at a different stage in my life. Like, I have a whole child. I have to think I have to think about the whole picture. Like, what, 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 what's going on here? Like, what are we doing? Like, I'm not going to waste my time. And a lot of times with when you're dating is like some people this their aim is to waste your time so you have to be careful you have to be strategic in in um this journey of dating after divorce or dating after a transition and being selective of who you give of your time and who you give of of yourself make sure that you are whole because Again, anytime a breakup or divorce, there is a time where you need to just be still and be silent. Just really be in the presence of God. Um, don't even, you know, talk to your friends and family, of course. But I wouldn't even like have somebody that you talking to or you're interested in because it kind of taints you know, what it taints, what you're trying to achieve. And if you just, you're just like, well, I don't want to talk to anyone right now, but maybe catch me in six months. If that person is for real about you, and if that's the person that's supposed to be with you, it's going to happen, period. So, um, I know for me, it just really, it really depends on your own personal healing process like how does that look for you what does it look like for you like are you really truly just sticking to yourself 
and just focusing, tunnel vision, focusing on the task at hand. Because that's what it all boils down to. And not idolizing marriage. Of course, if you believe you're, you know, you believe that you're supposed to be married, that's great. Walk in that. But you don't have to keep reminding people. You don't have to keep bringing it up. And I had to catch myself from doing that also. So you got to make sure that you know that there will be duds out here. There will be crazies. There will be people like, no, that's not going to work. you know. And there will be inconsistent people who will show interest in you. And then once you're consistent, then fall off. Those are flags from the beginning. Don't ignore the flags that you already, not even flags that you may not have seen before, but just don't ignore any red flags because who has time for it? Make sure you're guarding yourself and that you are, and when I'm saying guarding yourself, make sure you're, you're healing and that you're, you are taking the time to heal and be set free from the shackles and the covenant that you were once in. Because this was a covenant. And more than likely, if you're getting a divorce for sound biblical reasons, it was a fraudulent covenant. So just make sure you're, you are doing everything and making sure you're healing, making sure you have your life in check, your health in check, everything's in check. And that you are prepared to date. Because a lot of different people, personalities that you may date, you might be ready mentally. Or you might be ready physically. Like, yeah, I'm ready. I, you know, I got, I'm, you know. And then end up not even being totally ready. So make sure if you take anything away from these, from this podcast, make sure that you heal fully. Don't just try to get somebody just because, you know, your ex got somebody or, you, you know, you just want to one up your ex. Don't do that. It's not healthy for you. And especially if you have kids, it's not healthy for them. So make sure you are doing it. You are healing for yourself. The next thing is to also make sure that you understand to be open-minded when it comes to dating. Like allow yourself, you know, of course you there's certain things that are staples. But just make sure that you are not um not being closed-minded when it comes to dating. Be open-minded, be vigilant, and be aware. And one of my things, which may be another episode, is just to keep keep whatever private. Whatever it is, just keep it private. So people won't even have to know. Like, people didn't even know about the, you know, few people that I had were talking to prior to 
and that's none of their business because it didn't go anywhere so it really doesn't matter so you just make sure you're guarding your heart make sure you're healing properly make sure you're keeping it private and just make sure that you are enjoying the time to be alone if you're you know coming from a divorce make sure you're enjoying the time to be alone as well i hope this episode helped you i hope that you have some dating after divorce questions and advice and make sure you reach out to us on facebook or instagram or youtube and let us know how we can help thanks <laughs>